1: Great to be back with you, folks. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is worthy. He he alone is worthy of our worship. He alone is worthy of our service. He alone is worthy of of our acceptance, our example. Uh, With me, four feet away still, it's a great thing. Kevin, good morning, Kevin.
2: Good morning, sir.
1: And today's word is doubt. But before we get to that, we got to get to one of these certifiable hard questions. I want you to know there's nothing hard about these, and folks. I'm looking at one, and I'm trying to think uh, if there's one here before I got saved that I didn't know about. And uh, uh, all right, in in the it, we got to give it to him, folks. It's uh, he's coming in today. So we had ten points from Monday, uh, zero points from Tuesday, and. Uh, uh, and 20 points from Wednesday. So he's rocking about 30 out of a hundred, but he gets possibility of 20 more today and 20 more tomorrow. Yeah. And so, and, 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 oh man, this is going to mess you up, brother. I, I, you know what? I'm going to do this one first and do the hard one tomorrow. And, uh, in the creation story, when did God create man?
2: On the sixth day. Whoa,
1: there folks. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Oh, wrong one. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. He he got that. So he's rocking 10 points plus 0 points plus 20 points plus 20. He's at 50%. So he's at 50 out of 100 for the week and he still has tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> so we've been we've been cranking along and 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 we've been looking at different things and 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 as we as we go along and as we look at things, these words have come to mind this week. Acceptance is where we started the week on Monday, being able to accept God and trust him and accept the blessings he has for us and being accepted of other people who want to bless us. And Kevin gave a great example of that yesterday. And then service, serving God, have a willingness to serve. Servitude matters. And, but you know, just service by itself in itself is no good. It's a willingness to serve. It's something to say, God, you're worthy. I'm going to serve you. That's what, that's talking about. And and then we got that word example, being an example. Folks, I lived in the army. Every day I heard about how I had to be an example. Every Friday I got a haircut. Every single Friday of my life for 26 years, I got a haircut. Every day of my life, I shaved. Every day of my life, I did some type of physical training, except maybe I'd take one day off on the weekend. Man, I wanted to be an example. I wanted to stand up. But here's the problem some of us come to, and thus where we're at today is doubt. We have doubts. Should we be doing this? You know, I'm not a very good person. I'm not the greatest person. I don't have the best training. You know, you need to stop that. The Bible says, or saith he altogether, for our sakes for our sakes no doubt this is written that he that ploweth should plow in hope folks when you're serving when you're accepting when you're an example do it with hope trust god know it's about serving god know it's all about god and he that thresheth in hope should be a partaker of his hope i don't know about you but i want to be a partaker of god so i want to be in on it i want to be in on the ground floor i want to be part of it i want to be making a difference i want to show up with god and uh, but folks those doubts sometimes they creep in off times off times the trials but brother brother kevin doubt you've been there right we've all been there
2: oh yeah yeah, the guy that was preaching last night was talking about, you know, when you open the window to doubt, you wake up every morning doubting. You mm-hmm. wake up every morning talking yourself out of everything. It's it establishes a pattern. But, you know, when I think of doubt, I think of Romans 14 is one great scripture. It talks about if you get hung up on doubt, you are going to become a a person whose conscience is is defiled or your conscience is not clear and this is what it says in Romans 14 23 and he that doubteth is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith for whatsoever is not of faith is sin so you know when it talks about damned it's talking about condemned so you know you can make your it is your conscience piles up and begins to accumulate these doubts Self-doubt. It starts with self-doubt because you're talking about, well, I don't know if I should do this. It's, you know, meat is offered in, to an idol or something like that. I don't know if I should be allowed to do this. And that's why the Lord just says in this, this passage as well as over in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, I think, it says, just stop that. Hang all that. Like Doug said, stop it. Whatsoever is sold in the shambles, eat. Asking no questions for conscience' sake. Conscience, not the own, but of the other. For why should my liberty be judged of another man's conscience? And the whole point is, don't get into this battle of the conscience. Just go ahead, you know, don't... Err on the side of grace and stop beating yourself. And I've been there, Doug. As a young believer, my conscience was so fouled up from the life before I got saved. You know, you come in, you still have some of the same thoughts and the same, you know, knuckleheaded way of doing things. And that conscience needed to be cleaned by the word of God. So I think as a young believer, and as anyone that's listening, if you're a young believer, don't get hung up. on on self-doubt don't get hung up on doubting god just go ahead and say you know what i don't know a whole lot but i know this god's good and if i'm failing him in some way as a believer he's big enough to show me in fact he says for it is god which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure and it says in another place and if in anything you be otherwise minded God shall reveal even this unto you. So let God be God. Stop playing God. Stop doubting yourself and doubting god because doubting self ends up doubting god just say my heart's deceitful above all things god's gonna have to show me but it also says the steps of a good man are ordered of the lord doug that means every step i take is one that god's plan just go ahead and walk and let god take care of the details
1: in the army they used to say when you're tired just put your left foot in front of your right and move out yeah. When you, when you want to sit down, stand up, when you want to stop moving, move. And, and that's a picture of serving God over in first John two. And, uh, John's talking about these people that weren't among them because they had doubt. They doubted them and they went in a different direction. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to doubt the Lord. I don't want to have doubts. I don't want to get hung up. I want to trust God. And, and, and folks, I, and I exhort you today. I I exhort you with my my whole being. Listen, we serve a great God. Yeah. Be encouraged by that. We serve a God that can save us. He can do more than save us. He doesn't leave us there. Don't let the situations of life, don't let the junk that snuck in, the bad people, the knuckleheads, don't, don't let the freaks, don't let them mesh up. Mm-hmm you're better than that you serve a great god the holy spirit of god indwells within you uh just get rid of that doubt and move out smartly and we've been studying the life of christ we're in the book of john chapter 13 starting in verse 21 when jesus had thus said he was troubled in spirit and testified and said verily verily listen listen up i say unto you that one of you shall betray me then the disciples looked one to another, doubting whom an old spanky up <laughs> their brother, a little piece of hair standing up from the Mickey Mouse. I, those of you guys are going to be Googling spanky, I know. And uh, then the disciples looked one to another, doubting <laughs> whom he spank. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned unto him, and he should ask who it should be whom he spake he then lying on jesus breast saith unto him lord who is it there he is laying on our lord's breast jesus answered he it is to whom i shall give a sop when i have dipped it and when he had dipped the sop he gave it to judas iscariot the son of simon you know folks i i don't know i for whatever reason whenever i read that scripture I get like goose pimples. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I I get a little bit of a chill that goes through my body. Yeah. You know, here's Peter. He's on the chest of the Lord. His head's laying right there. One day your head's going to be laying on the Lord, folks. And let it lay on the Lord right now spiritually. Trust him. and uh, But that's going on. And, and some things come to my mind as I read this. There's, there's trouble in the spirit. And folks, I don't know if you've ever been in a group of people and there's something that seems a little bit off, but I want to assure you as a preacher, there's sometimes I'll be preaching and man, I mean, it's as if uh, there's a red light that lights up in the room and says, the devil's here. And every once in a while, there's a spirit and boy, it's so hard. It's a bad spirit. It's an evil spirit. And I want you to know there was trouble in the spirit. Uh, The Lord was deeply saddened by this, but he knew it was going to happen there. You know, this turmoil was there and then there's doubt among the disciples. disciples, Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And, uh, and, and, and it talks about the disciple of Jesus' love. We know that traditionally that's talking about John, the gospel of John. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm just thinking as, as this question's being asked, I wonder why the disciples are asking that. And one of the things that comes to my mind, I wonder if there was doubt. I wonder among the other disciples that are saying, is that going to be me, God? Mm. I wonder if people, that would be a terrible place to be. But folks, I've been there. I've had that kind of doubt. I've been in a room where the mission seemed impossible. I've been in a room where everything we were trying to do for God was being thwarted. I've been in a room where lives were turned upside down. There were a few evil people around. But can I tell you something today? God is still strong. I want you to hang with us for a minute. We're going to be right back with you. Don't go anywhere.
0: Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements.
1: And I'm kind of blown away that, you know, Peter gets John, he kind of codes him. <laughs> To ask this question, and then the then the Lord, you know, dipping that bread into for for whatever reason, I'm thinking a, creme, a creamy tomato soup with tortellini, maybe a little <laughs> bit of cream pepper, some hot peppers, and some Parmesan cheese, and you know, but he 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 sops that bread up, and and these guys are watching. They're so intent. I uh, I think a conversation is just between a few of them, and they watch this bread get sopped up and handed to Judas. I mean, I think you could have knocked them over with a feather at that point as they were sitting there and and John's head was laying there on Jesus's chest and probably Peter was sitting right next to him and you can imagine all the dynamics going on with that and and Peter's inquiry going through John and then the revelation I mean folks don't be that person that's that your doubts in the way of getting something done and I've been that guy I've been that person and I don't know Kevin I think it's real easy if we're not careful to, get, to be doubting Thomas's, I think we can be there.
2: Mm. Yeah, Thomas, boy, he's known as the doubter. By the way, I think that you talked about some some tomato-based something with tortellini. Creamy <laughs>
1: th- tomato with tortellini and green peppers and Parmesan cheese.
2: Okay. I'm picturing more of uh, bread pizza breadsticks dipped in a garlic butter. Oh. Praise. All him. of a sudden.
1: Yeah. Life's Praise life's him. Praise that. him. Jesus, a blessed <laughs> redeemer. <laughs>
2: Well the um, this this very unusual time in the life of Jesus Christ is here after he washed the disciples' feet John's there leaning on his breast after dinner and <clears throat> it's anybody's guess exactly what that what it was about it could have been that John was so blown away that Jesus in the purest way possible went around washing the disciples' feet that John's, view of jesus just was went through the ceiling and he just was just just hugging him and just crying and saying thank you i can't believe you did this or it could be that you know jesus was was beginning his farewell type of talk and um and as he was beginning to talk about the cross and so forth it could have been him just coming to jesus and just hugging him saying you know don't go Don't go. I want to hold you. I just want to hold you here. Some say it was just, you know, typical after dinner, the way they had their little Studio couches that they ate on; that one would kind of lean down on the other. Other, you know, the song talks about how blessed are the thought that we all may recline like John the Beloved and and blessed on Jesus' strong arm, where no tempest can harm, uh, secure in the haven of rest. It, you know, w- whatever the case, it was just an unusual situation taking place here. It was a good situation, and Jesus announces his betrayal during this this precious time where he's just washed the disciples' feet, and he's getting them ready to for his departure. And this time of doubt, where there's they're wondering, is this, was it me? And it says then, then, you know, in another place, it says, all the disciples said, Lord, is it I? And so, Jesus did this little token, like it's going to be the one that I give the sop to. And I've heard it said that if you read through some of these passages and bring them together, it's not necessarily like all the disciples gave, excuse me, saw Jesus give the bread to Judas because they still didn't know that Judas was the guy because when he went up and left, they thought he was going out to buy something for the poor because he held the bag. But he was going out to betray the Lord. So it was was seemingly a secret signal perhaps to one last time get a hold of Judas and give him opportunity to let let Judas know, hey, Judas, I know what you're up to. And Judas still didn't repent, still didn't turn to his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there are people that are going to go to hell just like Judas You know, they're going to kiss the door of heaven, Jesus is the door, and go to hell. They're going to have every opportunity, friend, betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss. Jesus, unto the very end, calling them friend. And listen, if you're out there and you have not yet accepted Christ, and you have every opportunity, even as we're talking about this wonderful Lord Jesus Christ, Please don't miss this—that he's being the friend of sinners here, and he's taking Judas at the last possible second in these script in these last passages of scripture before he goes to the cross and offering salvation. I don't want to miss—I uh, don't want to miss heaven for the world. I'm glad I've accepted Jesus Christ, Doug.
1: Oh man, that's that's more than I can even uh, think about. Poor Judas and the decision he made to walk away—he's walking the earth with Christ. And like Kevin said, so many chances, so many opportunities, and I can't help but think about Romans 7, 15, and 16, for that which I do allow not. For what I have would that I do I not, but what I hate that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more uh, that do it but sin that dwelleth in me. So if I make this decision to let the Lord, to let these knuckleheads around me to let these situational thoughts to let things in my life get in the way of fully accepting God's plan for my life of fully accepting who you are in Christ now folks listen I'm not one of these guys that says there's there's no such thing as self-worth self-image self-value self-doubt all the self I believe there is but again you cross out that word self and you put God there and when Amen. you view yourself the way that God views you things change when you view yourself the way that I mean Christ died for you do do that listen to me yeah. Christ died for you look yeah. in the mirror you're created in the image of God you say well I don't like the way I look hey you might look just like God you might be the <laughs> you might be the exact replica I don't know wow. and uh but let me tell you something you're created in the image of God and and don't you know so so many people in my life were those people that would take what other people said to them and judge themselves off of that when I was in high school, I remember there were a couple girls that uh, these guys in high school didn't like or something and they liked them. And I mean, they shut down for like a year of high school. And I'm like, what are you doing listening to a couple of knuckleheads? I mean, these guys mm-hmm. five years from now are going to be in jail or something. We're, mm-hmm. we're not talking about uh, people who are right, people who do things right. But far too often we let the knuckleheads and listen to what I'm saying, and, and what they've done to us. Uh, determine whether or not we're going to doubt God. Determine whether or not we're going to serve God. Determine whether or not we're going to accept God. Determine whether or not we're going to be an example. And and folks, let me tell you, stop that. Stop it, Kevin. We, you know, Kevin, I just want to tell everybody. I wish we could reach out to everybody listening. I want to tell myself, stop it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't stay there. That's like you say. Before Doug, don't stay in that zone. That's not where you want to be. It's kind of like, you know, if you're out on the highway and you're driving your car and your car's got a, a clunk to it and it's starting to, you know, smoke starting to roll out of the backside, then don't go out into the fast lane. That's the wrong lane. Get in the, your lane is going to be on the shoulder. Your lane, if you, if you don't know where you belong, this, T- just stop and get with God. Just stop it. Just stop it. Don't the worst thing to do is to go on being stuck on stupid. Don't don't <laughs> continue. <laughs> like spanky.
1: <laughs>
2: don't be a spanky. Don't be a spanky. Yeah, I'm stuck
1: on stupid. And and, and folks, you know what? I, I laugh, but I've been there. And and I'll tell you, one of the easiest switches in your life to get stuck is the stupid one. Mm-hmm. And they build off each other. Let's do something stupid. Let's make somebody mad. Let's let this person ruin my life. And here's Christ saying, hey, you know what? I'm here for you. Uh, Receive my teaching receive those things serve me trust me have a willingness and sometimes folks we we got to pull out the pencil and we got to draw a line through our current address in life mm. and write down where god's bringing us yeah and 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 it's hard man and there's changes and life's upside down and the world's crazy and it's hard for kevin you think it's easy for kevin to be here in my house and staying in a church down the road when his home is sitting in a factory in indiana right now but folks, can I tell you something? We serve a great God. And uh, Kevin Kevin crushed out that address and said, no, my address is wherever God wants me. <laughs> hey, we sure do love you, folks. Don't be a spanky today. And remember, today's, <laughs> today's Thursday. It's Bible Day. May God Amen. bless you. Thanks for tuning us in, folks. We mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah. May God bless you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to our broadcast.